It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 391. What's going on, guys? What's happening? It's Fat Fridays. <laughs> you okay? That? Mate, you spoke so fucking slow. I literally thought about what I need to do tonight, what I want to do on the weekend, mm-hmm. all within your intro. That's Fat, how slow you fucking Fat spoke. Fridays. You're either having, you've got a sugar low, which means, I remember as a kid, I had this fucking, I've got this such vivid memory. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was hallucinating. I mean, I was in parts of my childhood and my teenage years, but when I were remember. you hallucinating? No, I just remember smoking a lot of weed. But I Do remember. Do you hallucinate smoking weed? You get a bit trippy. But do you, what's like a, what's no, the most full blown? No. Uh, is, is it a hallucinogenic? I had cookies once. And cookies are, they have the same drug as marijuana within THC, yeah. but it's different. It, it goes through your body differently when you ingest it. Something happens and it's the closer thing to a hallucinogen or a psychedelic. I've never done psychedelics, but I've done cookies that, you know, that fucked me up. And it's, it's literally why I didn't touch marijuana for 10 years. Afterwards. After that, because I was like, I'm so paranoid. I've... I was like convinced people were dying. <laughs> it was just like a stupid. I gave them to somebody else, a bunch of other people in my house, and then I came down to the back room, and they're all on the couch. They literally went, "What have you done to me?" Really? <laughs> I just was like, <gasps> and in that state, everyone's fine. No one's fucking dying. But when it feels like you're dying. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> went back in and then I was convinced my girlfriend was cheating on me. Turns out she was. But, was uh, she really? Yeah, but I don't, she was, she did cheat on me, but it was, she was getting text messages and I was convinced that it was like, she was having it off with some guy. So you, but do you think right that you though, know, so maybe was, was it like some sort of unconscious instinct that the cookies brought out? No, nah, I don't think so. It just was paranoia okay. and it was true. <laughs> so they were both right. And so what's but the no, feeling? I remember as a kid being so, so hungry and getting lightheaded and it must have been insulin, like some kind of blood sugar stuff. But I remember being out on the trampoline and I was like, I hadn't eaten and I was just like felt so, it felt out of body. It was weird. I reckon mm. that's where you're at right now. Well, yeah, I would do that a lot. But I was going through a stage where I lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. It was the most unhealthy way. Would fast all day and then have a pack of natural confectionery company lollies. <laughs> and that was about like one of the smaller it's your packets. North Star, isn't it? It's buddy? about 700 <laughs> cows or whatever. So if I just had, if I just, what are you looking at, Mr. 97? Uh, no, we're all good. I was just checking the, uh, the camera. Yeah. You happy? Uh, the, um, you had your 700 cows and yeah, then Well, that was it. And so I was but, losing yeah. weight, starving yeah. myself. It's calories in, calories out. You can lose weight eating Cornettos once a day. <laughs> if you're a you fat could, guy. You could do. You can eat Cornettos three times a day and probably still. Yeah, yeah. It depends. I mean, there will be diminishing returns at some point. What do you mean? Uh, you get to a point where your body is adapted to the Cornetto diet and you, you need to shift Cornettos it up. are 3D, Never. <laughs> heard it's like a drumstick. Do you know drumsticks? I know what drumsticks are. Uh, yeah, so ice cool. cream. Yes. Yes, great. Yeah, so All cool. right. Chicken. Yeah. Anyway, Chicken. speaking of, let's get out of this psychedelic state. And Jesus, hold that. That is fucking heavy. We've got oh, it's so it's heavy. finger licking good. So oh, just a trademark of KFC. Ruru. Ruru, we have to give you a shout out because it was your idea. On the KFC app, you can access a secret menu. And the way I Ruru mentioned this. Yeah, but you always point it out too far and it loses focus. So there's no fucking point. <laughs> anyway, um, Ru- uh, I saw this come up in my Facebook feed yesterday and it was the biggest burger that KFC have. Mm-hmm. It's not on their main menu. It's on their secret menu. Oh, this wrap's tiny. What's this for? Okay. So I got four things. Uh, this is – let me just – I, I want to pull out the menu. I want to pull out the order. Um I mean, I have spent a fair bit of time working how out how to access this, this. It was cheap. It was like 30 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's junk. This shit is junk, <laughs> right? But There goes the KFC integration. <laughs> I was hoping to send it as a little snippet for them. No, but I mean, if I was to be honest, I'm not listening to my body today. I don't feel like eating this one bit. But in the <laughs> true spirit of Fat Friday, mm. definitely. you got to do it. Yeah. I definitely you got do. the weekend to recover. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go into this. So in in their menu, 
I literally spent 10 minutes working out how to do this. So you, you hold it at the top and you swipe down and you get to hold it. You saw me doing it, Mr. 97. I'm like, yeah. basically, it looks like you're fucking it up. And I was like pulling down, pulling down, pulling down. And all, of a sudden, and all of a sudden, little Colonel pops up and he's like, mate, you want an order? You want to get the secret menu? And there's a secret menu bar. And there's four things on the secret menu. One of them is the, what was it called, Deal? The, oh, I'm getting, fuck, remember. I've got to do it again. See, look here. Oh, there we go. Secret menu popped up. All right. The triple stacker, which mm-hmm. is the mm. big fuck off size burger that is 4,393 kilojoules. Mm, kilojoules. It's fine. The nuggalot, which is a burger with nuggets inside. Wasn't much of a nugget kid growing up. Or the Kentucky slider. And the Kentucky slider. Do you know what I don't like about that? small little fella. Yeah, sliders. Okay, sliders. Sliders are an inferior product. Sliders are always small. Sliders are to be shared. Sliders are disliked. (laughs) So anyway, they're the three menu items. Don't you agree though? Sliders are always disappointing. Grilled. uh, Go to grilled, get three sliders. Fuck off. I've had some good (laughs) sliders as finger food at parties, but you didn't order the sliders. You just take them what you can get and they were nice. Anyway, so this thing is so heavy. This burger is huge. It is... um, Oh, jeez. That is a solid burger. I got one oh, for you, big thank baby. You. And Can, Is there something? Um, I was recording something for oh, Specsavers again. Deal. Yeah. We oh, got, you put in free chips. So, oh, why? No, they, so they, they said to me, and this is the second time we've been at KFC where they don't have any more Zinger fillets. And he said, we've only got two Zinger fillets left. Are you fucking kidding me? Those burgers are meant to have two Zinger fillets in each. 11 a.m. on a fucking Friday and they don't have. Maybe there's a bunch of fatsos getting their, you know, secret menu on. Anyway, so what they did was put one zinger patty plus another chicken patty in those big triple stackers. Yeah. Um, We still paid the same price, but I said to him, what do I say to him, Dill? You used to just say, yeah, throw throw in a free chips. And the the guy sort of looked at you questioning. He's like, like, what? I said, free chips. He said, oh, yeah. yeah." I got you. And uh, that's good. Got free chips. Can I have a chip now, please? Mm. Um, Look at him salivate. No, I don't want you to have one. (laughs) It's finger licking good. I've never actually noticed that as a KFC line. Anyway, this is the this is the other burger, which is the nug. Why KFC chips always soggy? (laughs) They were at the bottom of the pack. Okay, guys, what do we want? I know, I know. um, JJ wants himself a triple stacker. Um, Mm. I kind of just want a bite of the triple stacker. I'm willing to, and I know Mr. 97 doesn't, I mean, he's always. He's not a germaphobe. He's not a, nah, he's not a triple stacker kind of guy, but I think 3D Dill is. I'll crush that. But what I want to ask is, can I have a bite of your triple stacker? Most definitely. To start with. I think you and I have a Mm -hmm. munch into, (laughs) (laughs) it literally, it feels like a leg of ham. Like it feels like the dense, denseness of a leg of ham. Mate, are you going to do this or what? Yes. Oh, do you want to do a thumbnail? <laughs> Mate, are you okay? Why? <laughs> Be honest. We're on a podcast, dude. Did yeah. you know we're recording? I know. Video show? We're trying. I know, and I'm thinking we want to get better at headlines and thumbnails. <laughs> so let's do a thumbnail. Okay. I'm just going to read you before this. We're being tripling out here. Get ready for not one, Can I not read two, but three juicy zinger fillets. So we're. We're fucking. Can you do a voiceover voice? Because what the fuck am I doing? Am I not doing that? Higher energy. Why do we need higher energy? It's for aspect savers because I did a read for them and had to do a higher energy. We be tripling out here. Get ready for not one, not two, but three juicy zinger Less fillets. Less carnival and more. <laughs> that was very carnival. Smoky bacon and cheese with fiery chili relish and supercharged sauce. If you dare, not for the faint-hearted. Here can, at KFC. Can I try? Nah. Please, just just one line, and then I want to hear three D deal because he nearly got a VO job and he. Oh, the press the, no, yeah, here we go. no, 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 that's all good. Okay, we be tripling out here. Get ready for not one, not two, but three juicy zinger fillets, smoky bacon and cheese with fiery chili relish and supercharged sauce. If you dare, not for the fainted hearted, faint hearted, <laughs> the fainted hearted. <laughs> Faint-hearted. What do you think? Great. That was actually quite yeah, good, wasn't bad, it? Not bad. We'll give it to you. I want to hear 3D, 3D deal. 3D deal. All right. You want me to do high energy? Or no, just yeah. mate, do what. Do, do whatever what, feels do right do for you. the read. Yeah. You do you, baby. Okay. 
the triple stacker. <laughs> <laughs> we be tripling out here. Get ready for not one, not two, but three exclamation point. Juicy <laughs> zinger fillets, smoky bacon and cheese with fiery chili relish and supercharged sauce. If you dare, not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> wow, wait, what a raid. <laughs> Lock up your wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so it's, as you were saying, the smoky bit, I smelt it. It's amazing. Like, Is that sauce? Is, smoky sauce? There's like a smoky sauce. Hey, oi, oi. Sorry. Fuck. I didn't take a bite. Literally, weren't we going to do it together? We Isn't can. he just like, we, we go it. into a supermarket and it, it's like you're like, oh, guys, my North Star. And then all of a sudden you're in the lolly aisle. I'm just saying what's on Spash. <laughs> but Pete Shepard, mm -hmm. you and I went into the, and Pete and I were like, where the fuck's Josh? And then you're firing back at, you're like, it's just in the lolly aisle. No, well, like, you're, because you're <laughs> fucking trying to work out, oh, which kombucha, like. I want to get the small ones, but they're, they're I mean, $3.90. You're doing like I'm a happy to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. What I'm saying is that it's just like, it's instinct. It's almost like yes. you're already there. It's amazing. It's got anyway, a good weight to it. Anyway, let's, it's very heavy. Count us down, 3D deal, in your sexy voice before we take this big bite. Are you, are you ready? Yes. yes. Here we go. Three, two, one. Ah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oof. Oh, my God. You fucked up by giving it to Dill. Yeah. No. So young. <laughs> I could hardly get my mouth around it. Yeah. I mean, Dill you went bigger than I did, I think. I did a smaller bite because I know I get to um, keep eating it. Mr. 97, can I have a bite of your nugget burger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to so, eat the nugget burger at Monty's? Oh, hang on. Okay. Wow. So it's just a big fillet and then there's a few nuggets in there. I mean, you don't have to eat this, baby. Here we go. Hang on. I'm just going to bite it. If you don't want the nugget burger, I'll eat it. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's smaller. The hard thing with burgers that are just patties is it just tastes like you're eating a patty. Like it's You've made such a mess on your face, by the way. <laughs> it's really... um, It's not ideal. Yeah, have we got any... Oh, I wouldn't have used <laughs> yeah. paper to wipe your face like that. Man, I use whatever I got. It's not working, though. Oh, it's like orange. It looks like you've got a ranger beard. <laughs> Definitely has that vibe. Wow. Anyway. So um pass that to Mason. We've been oh. working on the dailytalkshow.com website. Yeah, well done, boys. That's yeah. a solid effort. Uh, great job, 3D Dylan Mr. Nine Seven. Feeling mm. very good about the website. Uh blog posts. What are you thinking? 3D Dill, what are you trying to work out? Well, uh, I was just making intimate eye contact with Mason, Mr. Ninety Seven. And I said, do you want the burger? Because I was going to bring the burger over to him. And mm -hmm. he said, no, you eat it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, when and you, you, know, you know he will too. Yeah, he definitely will. I'm going to crush this. Dude, dude, you got shit the side of your face. You look like my grandfather. What does when that he, mean? He's dead. <laughs> I used to dribble. At the end of his innings, he, um, you know, he would always, he always have a hanky. <laughs> and he'd get, he'd get his hanky out. Hankies. Disgusting. Hankies are from the 50s. Anyone born in the 50s uses yeah. hankies. I mean, there is a case, though, where you, a hanky is quite convenient. If you're a chippy, if you're someone who works on the tools outdoors, it is convenient. But there is the fact that you've got a... You can a, put one down, 3D. <laughs> He's currently got... Jeez, please. But can you do a uh, photo for yeah, Instagram yeah. stories of what he's doing right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty full on shit all over his face. And yeah, he's looking good. Anyway, hankies, yeah. I, I got into using a hanky because my dad also uses a hanky. So maybe it was a When part. do you wash them? End of day. Oh, every day you wash the hanky. You can't, what you are you going to do? It's It becomes like dry. Disgusting. And you blow your nose on it. Of course. In the washing machine or with water? Just No, in the washing machine. Just whack it in. Every day. Mate, so you have to wash. What do you do after you've entertained yourself at night in bed? And then what do you do with those pants? At the end of the week, you put them in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Denise. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. This is, look at this cute little slider. When would you have, uh, let's say the slider. <laughs> uh, I guess it's a slider. I mean, it's more it's of a wrap. It's more like a taco. Yeah, yeah. I'd be more interested if they called it a taco. When was the 
was the last time that you had KFC that wasn't for content? Uh, with you three Gronks, when we we're coming back from Leeton, uh. we stopped in at Shepparton. We did uh, an episode of the Big Strawberry. Outside of that, like when would you and Amy go and have KFC? No, we don't. We don't. Yeah, I haven't in a very long time. You can get like a pretty cheap box from KFC that's like mm. a $4 box or something. Like a bucket sort of thing. Almost like that. Just this is a little meal. Amy's got a few times. Do you remember when popcorn chicken came out? I was obsessed with it. I loved it. We do you, re- do you remember 97? Yeah, it was great. It was a big, it was a huge, huge thing. Mm. When, I, when I was young, the zinger first came out. Mm. And my brother and I, Mikey was really into it. And I remember he just got his license and would drive up Nepean Highway to the closest KFC, which was in Ormond, and we'd get a Zinger burger. But it was, it was interesting because it was specifically around getting the Zinger burger mm. and it being spicy. And I mean, it's just, it's a lot of flavor. Yeah, but we are so spoiled now for food choices. But in what Australia. do kids do? Like, what is the equivalent now? Mate, going out for brunch and getting smashed avocado—that's what the fucks up. But is this this is what I'm confused about? Because Bree mentions every single time. Some young girls who are like 14 walk past. Mm-hmm. Brie always says, I can't believe how fashionable young people are now. Mm. Is that I don't is think... that our perception? What, what, what's going on? No, 100% it is the times. The clothes that people wear now weren't popular when we were growing up. Slippery pants were. I mean, I'm still wearing them. But there was a, there was a difference between what adults would wear mm. and what we would wear as kids. Whereas now what kids are wearing are the exact same things adults are adults wearing. Wear, yeah. And then you've got people like my grandfather who wear, who wore slacks, shirts every day, well-groomed, old school. Mm-hmm. Think about grandparents nowadays. They'll be in fucking onesies. They'll be, they'll be in Adidas. You know, like think about like mm. what, what is classified as cool, that kind of streetwear. Sure. Like imagine a 95-year-old so bloke wearing itch pig. <laughs> be, um, he looks like he just got out of jail. Yeah, it's a, it's a certain look. Well, it's cool. And I think young skaters and shit and young kids make it look cool. I just actually know there's definitely something to be said about old people wearing what young people would wear and then the old people just looking cool as fuck. Hmm. There's a woman... I think um, I remember she would go to music festivals. She was like in her 80s or 90s and she was hip. And she looks, I just remember it was like. Is it try hard at that point or she's she's just always been cool? Maybe she just knows the the times, right? Uh And so what we're we're saying is there's a shift between what old people wear and what young people wear. Mm -hmm. And so then just it's not try hard because that's just what people wear. Mm. I mean, it's yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, people who wear. We had Harper on, mm. who uh, his fashion is whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, he doesn't which, give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't think about. It. He's worn the same thing since I've known him. Mm-hmm. I, I realized that um, I messaged Craig Harper when I was seventeen, twelve years ago. That's a long time. It ago. had actually um, gone over my head that you'd contacted him for that original job. Dude. I thought that the first time, I thought you went on a program that he did or whatever, nah, and nah. so it started way earlier. How did he even get on your radar? Because it's not like he would have. The girl who cheated on me. Hmm. What was her name? Jesse. Rachel. Rachel. And it was, was a big horrible. Blow up. How it was did it horrible. Happen? Here's the thing, guys. If How'd you, you have out? a fucking partner that mm. you know has cheated on you, and I know you've read the messages that say, "I miss you. I wish we were snuggling right now." Mm. She's cheating on you. <laughs> He's cheating on you. Get the fuck out of there. Mm. Don't do yourself a disservice staying around. And so what did you, what happened? I remember I I found that exact message looking mm. through a phone because then you become this fuckwit who's it would have been like insecure and looking through phones and trying to mm. find shit. How old uh, were you? 18. Mm. Um, yeah, I was 18. Like I remember she didn't even come to my 18th birthday because, I mean, Wait, this I is before really you broke up. It's so long ago. We were yeah. together and she didn't even come to my 18th birthday because her uh, her friend was 
born the same day, had my my birthday, mm. the 1st of September. She went to her birthday instead, which I get it, but it's also we were we were dating and it was a bit it was a bit unusual. It's I, strange. And anyway, anyway, she was cheating on me and we ended up breaking up. But her dad's new wife, mm-hmm. so it wasn't her mum, stepmom or soon to be stepmom. I think they were getting married. Um, was a PT. She was lovely and I was getting into it. And so like I'm fucking networking with her. Mm-hmm. She had a studio at her house and she's like, I've got this. So you were hanging out with the girlfriend's stepmom no. doing a bit of Pilates. <laughs> no, nothing like that. I went around there once I think. And then I, I, I've always thought about what I want, whether it be personal training, whether it be getting into video and looked for the perfect, perfect moment to network. Mm-hmm. I got my first video job by going to a cafe, bumping into a guy who I went to school with who owned a business up in Sydney. And he said, what are you doing? What are your skills? I said, videos, blah, blah, blah. He said, right, I'll speak to some people at the office. I got a call that afternoon, got it work, and it's kind of kick-started my career. But same when I was young, 17, I got – I met them and I was like – I just saw it as an opportunity. Great, I'm doing this. Mm. Loved it. And I just get curious, right? And for some reason, I got onto the fact that Harper's gym was somewhere. Well, I'd love to go down there. I'd love to. Oh, she's like, I I know Craig. I've been working down there. I've never actually spoken to Craig about her since. I wonder if Rachel's stepmum listens to Harper's podcast. Yeah, maybe. Do you reckon she would remember you? Uh, I mean, maybe is like, oh, that was a boyfriend at that time. I actually don't think they're together anymore. Okay. So, anyway, um, good bit of goss. He, she gave me his number and I remember where I was. I was at my mate Christian's house up in Elstonwick and I went out the front, heart beating. It's probably how Mason felt when he was going on his first date. Mm. I was about to call a guy named Craig Harper uh, who, you know, he was, he was the man. First PT studio in Australia, mm. calling him, cold call. And so I, and I, did, I can't even remember if she said to him that I would be calling and so, so I called. Weird, isn't it? It's so weird. And I just called, and I just I think I, I don't I think I've had his number in my phone ever since because I haven't changed my number. And I called, and I just remember saying I basically said oh, I'm looking for work. I'd love to work in your gym. And he said no, you can come in do some work experience. And I remember the I remember going there. I remember walking from my house in Brighton. Because I'd quit school and, I, and you know, mum was working or whatever, dad was working. And I had to walk and I remember I had a cold, but I was like, I'm not not showing up. Like, I just got to show up. Mm. And, I, and I did and I felt shitty and I did it. But it's interesting how shit like that, how Kat Harps is in here and he's one yeah. of our biggest supporters now. I mean, did your, what did your parents say when you decided not to go back to school? Um, oh... It, it was a long. It was a long time coming. Like mm. it was, I hadn't really been in, involved with school. I'd been checked out for a long time and more focused on my social life. Did they ever give you an ultimatum? Like if you don't sort sort your shit out, you got to find somewhere else to live. Nah, never. That's like that. good. A lot never of parents. Like I feel like a lot of families are like that. I mean, it's one approach of many, right? Mm. It's um, I'm not Do a drug addict. You would. Could you imagine with Bodhi, what sort of, you know, what sort of parent are you going to be at that stage? Um, I've always, for some reason, I think if there's something tough going on, I'd like to pull him out of school and just go traveling with him. Mm. Like, imagine that. He's cool. just feeling shit and we're just like, dude, let's fucking go overseas. Mm. Just me and him and mum and whatever. You know, even if we've got another kid, him and I can just go and explore. I can't wait. I was thinking this week, I was like, I cannot wait to be able to just text him, just go, do you want to have lunch? Like, I can't wait for that, you know? It's a like weird... Like, when he's in school, you're going to be like... Yeah, even young, just that... like, what are you doing? Like, Saturday, do you want to... Should we go fucking go for a bike ride and get lunch? Like, I just... For some reason, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's so cool. That would be... That would be fun. It's a it's a best friend, you know, like, it's, it's like another Brie. Yeah. Imagine having another Brie, mm. actually, you know, that sort of close... Like, you... Love Brees uh, yeah. unbelievably. It's mm-hmm. like you got that same got another com- one and com- comfortableness around them. What happens when you have a kid with your relationship with your partner? Yeah, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's much. I think um, 
the, when we were away, we listen, I listened to this John Legend song, and it was a he's a, um, a pianist singer, amazing. It's going out with Chrissy Teigen. He's I don't I've, know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to give you some reference to who he is. You Does know anyone he else? He, he, he yeah, sings all he of me. Yeah. You would have heard. Yeah, yeah definitely. That you would really, belt out some really song. sad, romantic. Yeah. Song. How does it go, Mister I Seven? Oh, I'm not giving you a demo. Anyway, we 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 <laughs> we danced to him at our wedding. I thought you meant on, on the weekend. No, that would have been <laughs> fucking cute. It's one of those Just things. Like we were, the... you've, I think if you once you, you have a, a thing you do with your partner, mm-hmm. ours for for Amy and I. Before we would go out in Sydney, we'd drink some ciders and and put on some John Legend and just a, it was lovely. And so we we loved listening to him. But in one of his songs, um, I can't remember the words, but it was just about how relationships are, are hard, right? And when you have a kid, things change. It's not as easy to have sex. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy to connect because you've got this distraction, this thing you need to look after. And so it, it becomes a, more of a challenge. But with that, you know, this is why I, I can see why a lot of relationships, marriages don't work mm-hmm. when kids come into the picture. It's easy to just fucking focus your attention on the kid and away from your relationship. And so, yeah, it's challenging. Do you think there's a default that you need to feel <laughs> like, uh, you know, there's, there's that default that, oh, you should have kids mm. and that maybe... You're selfish if you don't have kids or you're missing out on something. I think you're missing out. I don't think you're selfish. Mm. I think we're all selfish either way if we have kids or not. I just think about when I didn't have kids and I thought, well, fuck, where was all that time mm. that I now focus on my child? Like doing this podcast seven days a week mm-hmm. in business. I've also got a kid that I yeah. can, that I've found time for, mm-hmm. which is amazing that we which all I think have is time. interesting. I think the interesting bit is that, it is that uh, that's framed in missing missing out because I think that like everyone's got a unique mm. experience or they're all tr- like mm. everyone like you might be a, a great dad or you might have that might be an aspiration. Missing out sounds like it's negative. I don't think it has to be. Well, uh, missing out feels negative. like it's a universal thing that you're missing out on. I don't think it's, but I don't think it has doesn't have to have a negative connotation it's associated with it the missing out could be remember all it's any advice is always referenced with personal experience so mm-hmm. the effect the love i have for bodhi mm-hmm. i would love you to experience in that way but I, because but of what it's you, done for me but isn't it like from a everyone seeks fulfillment in different ways yeah and it might not and be so, for you but that's the thing, like the default, the way that people, some people talk about parenting or having mm. a kid, mm. um, it's using that one unique ex- experience mm. or this changed me or I'm, you know, mm. better off because of X, Y, and Z, mm. similar I mean, to what, like What a do we faith. have to go on though? And so if it's you love reading or you mm-hmm. love making videos, oh, dude, you got to try it. I know missing out is one way of phrasing it. It's probably not the right Turn a phrase. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It it is life changing. It is all these things, mm. or not. Yeah. You might hate it. You might be a shit dad. That's like I'm not saying you are, mm. but it might be the thing. It's like this is horrible. Yeah. Like I, I like being selfish. But I wonder how many people feel the pressure to have a kid or have a family or to get married or to mm-hmm. buy a house or to do whatever it is, based on the universal narrative that you've got oh, you've got to do it mm. i mean i heard someone say in regards to having children and purpose and it was like what's the point when you're old if you don't mm. and but i think a, that that's the but I what's mean, what's the point you like you know to, to have somebody to love to have and if you can't do it it's a, i get it right but that's why i you think that it comes com- from a privileged Position. Of course it's privileged, yeah. but I don't think it's I don't think you can I don't think it means that you can't have that thought and you know mm. I think you can have they're the same like you can have a conversation about that that doesn't mean that anyone who can't do that sucked in. Mm. It's just like what it do you is, think it is Mr. What it is. Yeah, I think it's interesting looking at it at it from like uh 
from an uh, from a negative standpoint in terms of like missing out on it because I I would probably say I'm more similar to Tommy in mm-hmm. in in regards to wanting kids and being able to yeah experience all the things that Tommy's talking about but it doesn't discount the fact that you don't find in like you won't actually you might not find enjoyment in having those kids or you might not experience the same emotions so mm-hmm. yeah it's I mean it it's completely dependent on upon the person yeah because mm. I guess if <clears throat> if we're a wired differently and some people are wired one way and some people are wired another way it's like even like I'm wary of like when we talk to Mr. Nai Seven about relationships we're going on it based on our unique experience and it comes from a good place which is like we see the value in having long-term relationships. Mm. But there's also a bunch of people who Craig Harper is a great example. Someone who has a huge amount of fulfillment, has a lot of happiness. Um, and I don't like, I don't know how productive or fair it is to, you know, f- feel like those people are missing out or it's um uh yeah that there's a, a missed opportunity mm. like i don't think that the idea that everyone needs to become parents mm. needs to be the thing yeah i don't, I don't think i think we'd have a massive problem if every single person <clears throat> that could reproduce reproduced in mm. on this earth yeah we've already got, already got you know overpopulation overpopulation in some areas mm. they're restricting it in places like china it's like you know one child or mm. there's some crazy rule 3d deal what do you do you want kids yeah i want kids but mm. at the same time like i want like from your perspective tommy i would want to have that experience mm. with my kids someday but at the same time to your point josh i love my alone time and mm. i love just being able to do what i want when i want i don't have to worry about taking care of this other thing in my life so mm. It's it's a bit of a toss-up, but maybe it's figuring out mm. what's best for you at that point in your life because, like, I'm not going to have kids now. Mm. I'm going to have kids in six, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten years. And at that point, in further on down the road, it might be the right time for me. I guess it comes down to what are your values, what's important in life. Because I get, like, there's a lot of parents who don't see their kids... They, mm-hmm. they would might as well not have a kid at all. Mm. And so I guess that's that's part of it as well. Like being a parent probably has a lot of pain to it. Like, it's, yeah, it's very hard. It's I, I personally love the purpose responsibility gives me. Mm-hmm. Being responsible for a child, being responsible for someone else is a, is an ultimate privilege. And really gives me fulfillment. So does that, the fulfillment that you get from having a kid, you're talking about it taking away the companionship that you have with your partner? Or I'm saying ri- it can, it can, it definitely does. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I would say I can't speak for every relationship, but I think there is a, a another layer of pressure it mm-hmm. adds because there's a focus taken away from like what? What are we doing on the mm-hmm. weekend? Yeah. Just us? Do you want to go away? Mm-hmm. Should we go to? You know, like we can't do that. And so, what that creates is a lack of time to connect. So it just means that you need to work on it. Yeah. So because I wonder, because I think <coughs> about what my my future is, and I think about companionship, I think about brain, I think about traveling and doing things and having a home and being able to. Uh, give love and give back and do things like having extended family or having people like Bodhi, kids in it, like that aren't Mm. ours, but that we can have shared experiences Mm. with. Mm. I think it's, um, it's unique. I think you're paddling down, uh, you're paddling upstream. mm -hmm. Most people are going down in terms of your thinking around kids. Most, I don't know many people. My brother actually says he doesn't want kids, Mm -hmm. but, I don't know when he started saying that. You've been saying it forever. Well, which I, I just I, wonder. I feel like there is, and maybe it's because everyone, every parent, every kid, every like we all have parents, and so if we think about who we look up to or who we have to model mm. off, 
we have our parents mm. and our parents for the most part are going to say being a parent's awesome or you should be a parent because that's a value that by default everyone has because everyone has a parent. Mm. And so I guess that's part of it too, right? Which is like the people who didn't have kids, I would hear my parents talking about sad that they like, what are they going to do when they're older or, um, you know, when is so-and-so going to find a partner? You know, when are they going to get have kids? Um, but it feels like I don't like it feels like there's another option at the moment. It feels like it's either you have kids uh, or you choose a path of less fulfillment or. Um, I don't think it's like that. I, I see what you're saying, though, that people, the way it's painted can come across like that. But there's a lot of fuckwits in the world. that. Yeah. But also I think, but it's, I, I think it also sets the, um, the idea that uh, by, by making that choice, that there's certain things within that character of the person mm. that is not good for society in regards to like not commit. Like it, I think that it's either you have kids, which means you're external loving, like someone who's uh, fulfilled and all that sort of thing, or you are independent, individually focused, mm. not a community person. Whereas I feel like there is that other option, which is like, like Bray and I haven't ruled out adopting. We could adopt mm. eventually or we could do something else, but it's just like. Arc of the show. Yeah, exactly. It would be very good. Could you imagine? We could go to. Uh, Timmy. Go to um, wherever we're picking him up from. No, I mean, my, Amy, would, Amy has a, a want to adopt. And it's um, it's interesting. I mean, that's a conversation where I'm on the other side, where I'm saying I want a child. Like it's, it mm-hmm. becomes like this selfish thing where you're like, "Why well, want? I want a baby you, that's what, mine." I, yeah. So which, where does it, which, what is that? Which doesn't mean I don't have empathy, sympathy for kids that need to be adopted because there's amazing kids that need a home and need loving parents. So what is it that you're then seeking? I don't know. I just, I feel like <clears throat> two kids is what I think in my head of what I'd like based off having one. You think for me, I was like, oh, three would be great. But then you realize one's fucking hard. <laughs> you were just thinking about what you came from, three yeah. kids. And, and then I, and then I think about, I, I don't know. It, see, this is the thing, right? Another arm of this conversation is, are you selfish is it a selfish choice to want your own child, you your own me's. blood, your, your mm. own mini-me? Is it this fucking narcissistic thing? I don't mm. know. Is it or is it just I think it's interesting taking uh, a bloodline along? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is but I, I feel like I – and it's a conversation Amy and I have had mm. and it's, it's not an easy conversation if she wants to adopt and I want to have how much child. Of it, how much of it is practical? How much is it like when I'm 70 – uh, there's going to be, uh, I'm going to have kids who can come to the beach house and they're going to have kids. Like how much are you trying nah, to? I I've never thought that far. I've never thought like that. Mm. I've never thought. I mean, I didn't think we were going to have a baby. I mean, <laughs> I knew what I was doing when, yeah. <laughs> when we made him. But you, I've never been in that. Like uh, I've always, like Mr. 97 ordeal, I've never gone, yeah, I can't wait to have kids. Like it's happening in this day and we're planning. Mm-hmm. It just happened and I'm yeah. like, this is great. This but you've, is another challenge. But you've, I think that in regards to, I reckon you're very engaged as a dad compared to a lot of people. Mm. Like it is a priority. You're thinking about what needs to be done. There's a lot of, like I think about the old school mm. thing, which is like, yeah. like my dad was at work a lot. So it's like yeah. he's working, uh, mums, you know, taking us to school, dropping off, all that sort of thing. But it feels like there's more... Like I was uh, calling Blage this morning. He's like, I'm oh, dropping off, uh, you know, the kids or whatever. It's like but my dad wasn't real. Like he was already, he was yeah. left by six. And dad, Yeah, dad was working six. the same yeah. too. Loving. My dad was really loving, <clears throat> is really loving, if not more of a softie than he's ever been Yeah. since ha- us having grandkids and seeing a different. But I feel regret. I feel guilt working like being in late not being able to pick him up like mm-hmm. i feel i feel those things because i actually want to spend time with him what uh, what do you think about the pressure of parents having to have a career 
doing well within their work and then also having kids and being a great parent. It's, it is a complex equation. One of the women at daycare inappropriately said to Amy, because we picked him up, picked up Bodie late, um, why, uh, cause he's been, he was, he was acting up. He pushed the baby over. Mm-hmm. He's a kid. He's fucking just a bit out there. He's not. He, was the baby being a fucking idiot? Probably. Yeah. Absolutely. It's right. That's yeah. what Buddy told me. But she said, oh, in in reference to his behaviour, is this why you leave? Is this why you drop him off early and pick him up late? It was something along yeah. those lines, which is super fucking triggering and mm. inappropriate for yeah. somebody who we're paying money. Like we, we, the problem is, I think it's highly emotional and. Her job is very hard mm. and emotionally taxing because I know what it's like being around a kid for, you know, a couple of hours before they go to sleep, mm-hmm. let alone 30 kids that are running around. No, There's no time between, you know. I can get how it could just be emotionally draining because other times she's amazing and, and mm-hmm. she loves Bodhi, this woman. And Did so you I'm bring like, it up with her? I wasn't in the conversation. It's literally happened twice where she said something like this and I haven't been there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if... It's just the times she's saying it to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if she maybe she'd say it to me if I was mm-hmm. there in the times that he'd been. It's, it seems a hard boy. to fight a fight that when you're not because there's yeah. context, there's tone. Exactly. Who was there? You know, pushed push the kid over in front of their parents and they were very angry. Are they just telling us firmly because the parent complained? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My point being is there are um, things coming from every angle that rattle you as a parent. Mm-hmm and can trigger you to feel guilt or shame or which is I think the signals you get as someone who doesn't want kids mm-hmm. is when someone says it's it's amazing it's this it's that it's like well if you say that it surely means the opposite that it means that I'm doing everything no but I think that I'm like making, you said I'm you're saying it missing it well, saying missing out. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm saying what people might say. Oh, you're mm. missing out. Mm. Oh, it's. It's the best. Or it's. Mm-hmm. So you're saying my situation is the worst. I think the. No, can, no, it's not saying that. But I think it's. Um, uh, the language then becomes. It feels like it's judgmental, or maybe when you are, mm. w- walking a different path. So, for instance, if you see yourself as gender fluid or gender mm. neutral people using pronouns are more likely to upset you or trigger mm-hmm. you based on not being able to understand or empathize or identify mm. with what those people are saying mm. and so though even though we might say he and she and just use it all that sort of thing mm. for someone who doesn't identify that does have some sort of feeling of like ah oh, based on the language that we're talking i don't fit within this this conversation or based on this conversation, I am not equal. Or, you know, yeah, I mean, you, f- you feel left out. You feel, mm. I mean, you can't, yeah. So that's just how someone's and, feeling. But it's also like it's the way society is set up. It's mm. like uh, there's a lot of that unconscious stuff that's constantly happening mm. and we don't even consider it. Mm. Um, well, we're categorising, right? Male, female, simple. Look at Bodhi, long hair, little girl, obviously. Mm. Yeah, no, he's got a little dicky. Yeah, so does Daddy. But if if he doesn't want that when he's older, so mm. be it. I Whatever mean, the, he feels like. The adopting stuff is interesting. It's it's tough, and I and I think. So what is the what is the actual thought process? Like, go from I a know super how hard practical, it is, and I don't want to not give a kid who's having a kid's hard. Having, giving birth is hard. Giving a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the other thing. If Amy said, "I'm done. I'm not fucking mm-hmm. doing that shit again." Do you think she feels the pressure? That's one of the hardest things she's ever done. Do you reckon she'd feel the pressure if she, if if you say, "I'm not not laboring on about," she wants to have another kid. We we get to that point where you forget about how hard it was, Mm. and then you're like, "I reckon I could probably go again now." Yeah. And so, what is the um? Like I, I mean, the thing is, I'm not anti-adoption. I think it's amazing if you can adopt. It's it's just saying this is the hard thing, right? Where you can be severely judged based on just. The fact that I, I want to have a baby mm-hmm. with my wife, like we've had Bodhi, if we can, and if not, then maybe I would think of something yeah. else. But I guess if it's a, if if it's coming from, if it was 
if you both have the universal value that we want to have a kid and we mm. want it to be ours, mm. it's an easy, it's a, a non-issue. But the fact that one person in the partnership is bringing up the adoption thing does bring up the question of like, okay, why, why can't we? Mm, mm. What is the actual practical, if you were to yeah. think about it, because I haven't looked into it. Well, no, what is practical, it? I don't know anything mm-hmm. when it comes to the practical nature of it. Ryan John mm-hmm. picked up when he was six weeks old. Yeah. There he is, mm. born. He's now got a loving mum and dad. You know, like it's I amazing, if, right? I is wonder it, if Ryan John would be likely to adopt. I'm sure he has a, a, a you know, I'm sure he has a strong feeling towards mm-hmm. that being something that he would do. Like mm. as, as if you wouldn't, right? Yeah. I know a guy who was uh, adopted. No, maybe he wasn't adopted. He, he the mother was raped mm. and he was the baby from that. Yeah. And he's, he's a great guy. Like he's amazing. It's what a fucking thing to feel. Mm. What an existence to think how, where it started. And, you know, that's, it's fucking mind blowing. And so, yeah, I've got nothing against adoption. I think it's great. Why but, is it but not for you? I, I, I don't know. I can't articulate it. What have I thought before? I th- I've thought, I, I don't know. So we're not talking, like this is not like we've said, Great, we want to adopt a kid at six weeks. It's mm-hmm. not been like that. Mm-hmm. If I wa- so if I was to build a case, I would like to adopt at a young, young, young age mm-hmm. so that they can integrate into the family. Yeah. I feel like at the moment we definitely not set up to take on a kid that's three, four years old. Yeah. If that's the mm-hmm. that that's how it happens. I don't yeah. even know how it is. I wouldn't want to put a kid through that at at that age. Mm-hmm. So if you if it was just the six if it was Pick him up at six weeks. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I feel, and maybe I could be completely wrong, but the connection, the emotional connection, I don't know. It's something you'd have to build. There is definitely something chemically that goes on with your with a child. Mm-hmm. Once you know, for a woman, yeah, definitely for a woman what as the baby comes think? out, what? and then you you know the baby latches on, and mm-hmm. some women don't experience it, some others do. There's like. Uh, what is it? There's a, a chemical that's released that bonds you with your child, yeah. right? Which is at birth. Not everybody ha- has this release. Sometimes they can give you the chemical, the 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 thing that will help release it mm-hmm. as the baby's latching on connecting, right? And I know the feeling I had with my child, Bodhi, after nine months of talking with my wife, feeling her in the tummy, like mm-hmm. that whole process is like – the unknown and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cause this is the thing. You can feel selfish for thinking like this. I mean, what, what's the goal of having a kid? I don't know if there's a, a goal. I don't, I'm not goal. Well, why do you do it? Like what's the, what's the value that you're trying to I don't know. adhere to? When it's a, when it's an accident. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, really, I mean, it, for you, yeah, it was, I get, yeah, but we were never like, we're, doing this. we're never doing this though, dude. Mm. <laughs> the guy that knocks up a girl at 18, mm-hmm. what's his goal? His goal was single focused in that moment mm-hmm. for one minute. Yeah, but I think that there's a... But I don't think, I don't definitely don't think about what's the goal here. It mm-hmm. has never crossed my mind. What's the goal here? Well, what, why, what, like what isn't the, a question why a, a good question to ask? Uh, I don't why know. Do we I ask, don't know how... Why do we know. ask why when we're buying a house or when we're going to school or when we're doing... Like if you think about it, we ask why about all these what's things. The co- yeah, because what's the cost? The cost is... But the cost is huge. Like bringing someone into the yeah, world. Yeah. There's a huge yeah. cost to... But we're not talking about something that no one does. We're talking about something that is a part of the human experience for a lot of people. But that's what I'm saying. That's you're, what I'm saying. So you're... So because it's a universal thing... Mm. I think because it's so universal, it's not something I'm going through going, what's the goal here? It's like it's not uncharted for, you know, the human existence. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's not out of the norm if you're looking at, you know, like we're all, we're all we've all been children. We've mm-hmm. all come from that place. Someone's sacrificed for us. And so I do see it. And so retro, retrospectively, I think I didn't have a goal, but then you look at what what it does to you as a human mm-hmm. and what you need to give up, what your focus shifts, what you, you know, it's like I think I've seen young mothers that have been 
that have fallen pregnant at a young age, super mature, mm. and and it's done something, and so it's done something to them where it's like, it's given them an understanding of this life we're living, that has come from that, and so it's not to say that it's not if you don't if you've had if you haven't had that, ah, mm. whatever. It's just it is, and so well, is it a I lifestyle see, decision. Still, mate, if it's a lifestyle decision. Wouldn't you think your lifestyle decision is geared around creating a great lifestyle, like a? But a isn't more that relaxed? a great? Like, but isn't? No, no. But I'm saying, like, but it, I think, like, having, what's a lifestyle decision though? What? Well, lifestyle decision is, you know, I want to be able to choosing. spend Christmas with a family. Yeah, or I, I don't be know. Able I don't do think it. most people look at it like this. I don't think most people look at it going goal. So why do people do it? I think people fall pregnant. People. Have a soft like. But we've I think got two young dudes here, and they've both said, "I can imagine myself having a kid." Mm. I mean, it's, what is it for what, you guys? What are, what are, what are the core human traits like? Love, like the emotions that you feel. Mm. It's it it stimulates all of those, and it is high highly rewarding, mm. and. I think that's why we we see. I don't know. People have just an, an like an affection for and a soft spot, like a, a caring and loving, and mm. maybe some people who haven't experienced this in their life, they didn't have a loving upbringing. Mm. That could be a goal. Maybe I see that as something else. Like I want to, I want to do what wasn't done for me. I could mm. see that, but I've never articulated like that. I came from a very loving environment family very blessed that that was the case for me and you know lots of opportunities as, as a kid and i yeah i don't i this is i mean we're talking we're trying to find answers to fucking complex shit because but it's a but it's a question that i think I'm it's probably why you don't have, have kids because you ask these questions because i don't think you would have kids yeah i don't think you'd have have you guys asked these questions for yourself N- no only because i've never been in a situation where it's been a possibility Mm -hmm. like i've never been in a relationship where the end goal was to get married and have kids per se Mm -hmm. or the end goal was to get married and create a life for ourselves and say in the future if getting married is the end goal and then creating a life for ourselves and kids happen kids happen to be a part of that lifestyle then i'm okay with that but say in the situation that i marry a girl that can't have kids or like we can't have kids. It just doesn't mm. work. That's not in my, like the way I see it, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's just what, what life gives you really. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Mr. Nice Evan? Yeah, it's, I think, I think there's, there's probably, I mean, for me and it sounds like it from Tommy as well. And I guess that's what he was trying to articulate, but it's like, there's sort of, an innate desire in a lot of people to crave that actual connection and that relationship with a kid to actually care mm, and love for mm. someone. And I think, I guess the way that I think about it is less about a goal, like, oh, I can't wait to spend Christmas, but it's just like looking, like me looking at Tommy and like the videos of Bodhi and him just like laughing or playing together. It's that sort of, uh, connection that you can't really explain that you sort of crave do you think that you crave that connection more than you do a life partner or a companion uh mm, yeah maybe at, at the moment yeah i think i think for me it's dependent upon who i surround myself with so i see like tommy with Bodie, and that's something that i want mm. um yeah, I think I think at the moment, if I had to think of it like that, then yeah, that would be something that I'm more uh, looking forward to. But I think it's hard to have a goal yeah. for something you don't know. I don't. You don't know what you but don't know, a, and I didn't desire. know what it would do, and I didn't know the th- how it would make me feel if I retrospectively look back and I was to think, okay, but you can. Have- if I was to know what I know now, back mm. then, before I had a kid, maybe I would have thought mm. the goal. The goal mm-hmm. is to have a kid because I want those feelings. I never, I never, that was never the step. How much of it is 
seeking a family dynamic versus an individual relationship with your kids? Uh, I think it's great. Like I love, I think about the fond memories of my childhood of family holidays and mum and dad and seeing my mum and dad love each other so much and, and my brothers and just this family environment. And I think maybe you want to replicate it. Mm. I think that's probably uh, something a lot of people do. They say, well, I had that great loving environment. I'd love Mm. to replicate that because I knew what it felt like. I feel like Amy and I, you know, there's there's moments I feel like I'm a kid again having Amy and Bodhi Mm. coming home, you know, wanting to be at home, like – Feeling the warmth of my house. I did feel thinking that the, of a kid. The other day when uh, Trev Long did a post about yeah. all the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. were out and they were watching yeah. TV and they were yeah. because it was school holidays. They all had their yeah. sleeping bags. I think we we want to. A lot of us want to teach. A lot mm. of us like there's so much fulfillment in teaching. I got it when I was PTing. Like I had a lot of fulfillment helping others become better and learn. And I know you love that and mm. it's definitely a reward of being a parent. You look at yourself and I think about Bodhi's just started bike riding like he had the first, over the weekend. He just um, – he's big enough now for his little um, pedalless bike mm-hmm. where he can – and we put him down the hill and he and he knows how to balance. And I'm just, it's like, fuck, this is amazing. I'm thinking about riding the Roubaix next year, mm-hmm. Melbourne race. Like I can't wait to bike ride with him and – it's, I don't know. It's this weird thing where you've got an, and at this moment I have a very uncomplicated relationship mm-hmm. with somebody who's yeah. my best friend. Yeah. And that's fucking amazing. And if you don't have that, okay, you just don't have that. You know, maybe you find that in your, your wife, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you know. And so I don't know. I think you How get do people with, decide? How do people know whether they're making the right decision? when's the right time to have a baby? I think the answer is there's no fucking right time. It stretches you regardless. You won't have enough money. You don't have enough money today. When you earn more money, you won't have enough money then. Because I've, I've heard that a lot. People say it's never a right time to have a kid. I don't think it is. Which I agree with. But then there's people that just shouldn't have a kid or yeah. based on, uh, you know, their thoughts or what or, they, or what they, they want from like, life. And so that's... Kids can be life-saving. I'm not saying that's why you should do it to try and save your life. But I'm sure the the reason people have turned their life upside down mm-hmm. is because of or turning a res- it around, having a re- ha- turning it upside down, going the other way, down to one eighty, going back. Upside down. When I think of upside down, I yeah, think a disaster. Think upside down. Turn it upside down. Upside Here's my down. life. I'm going to switch it upside down. I, I was up the wrong way. Okay. So you're up the wrong way. Now you're back up. Sure, yeah, okay. I think it's a. You can upside use upside down. And I'm have you ever s- thought about that up? Side, upside down. Yes. I've never thought about uh, it. I think it's, a, what side are you on? Up, side. <laughs> the it, up side yeah. is down. Is that what it's saying? Basically. Up, the side. The upside is facing down. <laughs> Can you Google it, please? Upside down. But before yeah. we go and end Fat Fridays, let's... Oh, fucking Bodie uh, doesn't ask these phrase. stupid questions. <laughs> you definitely will. Uh, phrase of the week, upside mm. down. Is that what we're it's calling it? It's just a word, upside down. But what does it mean? <laughs> what What is the meaning of upside down? <laughs> With the upper part where the lower part should be, in or into an inverted position. Okay. Read the first bit again. Does here's a, here's a question. Is to use that phrase, is gravity relevant? <laughs> Read it then, well, up, you no, up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if there's um, no gravity, that's what the fuck point. is up and what is down? Go, is, read it one more time. That's slowly. That's a fair point. Yeah. With the upper part where the lower part should be. Upper, in, wait, slow. Stop for a sec. Upper part where the lower part should be. Should be. Okay. So, if the roof <laughs> was flipped onto the floor, that's upside down. down. But is it relevant to gravity? Because then there wouldn't be... Actually, it makes a lot more sense. For, so it's only ever referring to the up bit being down, not downside up. Well, that would be downside up. Which is just interesting, isn't it? Anyway. Flipping it upside down. Upside down. Hang on. What is the opposite of upside down? Downside up? Right side up. up. Right side up. Uh, what, is the, what is the terminology? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Listen, uh, we just see a couple of gronks trying to make yeah, it in the world. To, trying to work it out. <laughs> I'm just over here trying to breed a bunch of gronks. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk squad. It's a daily talk show. If you've listened this far, please screen grab it, share it on Instagram stories, tag up the daily talk show, even Josh yeah. Jansen, Tommy Jacket. Um, what's your, what you haven't done 3D deal yet? No, but Dylan. I'm Dylan underscore Toraville, two R's, two L's. And uh, Mr. 97's on Instagram as well. Uh, otherwise, weekend banter is uh, tomorrow and Sunday and go to thedailytalkshow.com and yeah. consume all the content there and you can even send us emails. You can get fucking stickers. You can sign up to Gronk Squad. Can you check how many people are on the website right now? No, uh, I've got real sticky feet. I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah. know. My been... face is disgusting. Mate, I don't recommend that, that KFC. I mean, you ate the whole thing. Three to deal. Have you finished that? Man, For I, both I of them. finished that before Josh finished his Did one. you? Really? Yeah. Fair effort. Mate, we need to get him eating against... Hulk smash Hulk. food. I mean, you'll lose, but yeah, guaranteed. be good fun. He's confident. It's a daily talk show. We'll see you on the weekend, guys, for weekend banter. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> we choked on chip.